stop the video right there. Do I even need to watch the rest of this video? Because we already know that this internet money is crazy, bro. This is what I'm always talking about. Yo, what is going on, baby? Nathan Kennedy, the new Money Podcast, episode 120. How y'all doing, man? Thank you so, so much for tuning in. As usual, my friends, ask me any questions y'all got on Instagram, as well as if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, it is always a great day to leave a little review there. Appreciate you guys. Thank you so, so much. Today, what we have for you is a little reaction video. So I'm a big fan of Graham Stephan, uh, who is a big time personal finance YouTuber. And, you know, he does a lot of uh, react videos. So any, you know, it's, a lot of it's to CNBC's um, millennial money, where it just basically shows like a younger person doing some baller shit. So I was like, yo, why don't I do a podcast version of that? I'll pull up one of this, you know, one of these videos that like really looks cool. Uh, and it can be pretty inspirational. You can kind of like hear somebody's story and then I can kind of just react to it on the fly. A little different, a uh, little different episode, change of pace. So let's just dive on into it, baby. I doubled my income overnight and that was crazy to me. Okay, so she's already got me hooked. Doubled her income that quickly. What the hell is this girl doing? At 24, 25, making 14 or 15K per month is insane. You're not even emotionally prepared for it yet. My name is Alex Fasulo. I'm 28 years old, and I make $378,000 per year as a freelance writer on Fiverr.com. Okay, stop the video. Stop the video right there. Do I even need to watch the rest of this video? Because... We already know that this internet money is crazy, bro. This is what I'm always talking about. This is what it's just, ugh. Everybody should have a side hustle that they're exploring on the side of their job just to fucking taste some of this shit to see if they could become the next Alex Fasulo making almost 400 racks writing on Fiverr, bro. Like, oh my God, this is so cool. I lived in New York City for the past six years, and I now live in Florida. Okay, also, genius move. Get the hell out of New York where it's expensive. Go to Florida where it's cheap and hot. Ugh, this girl. She knows what she's doing. Okay, so, man, I'm interrupting this so much, but uh, basically what it says here is Alex primarily ghostwrites ebooks and blog posts. Interesting. My clients vary beyond what you can imagine from large corporations that you've heard of down to entrepreneurs or influencers or people who manage their influencing dog on Instagram. I've written ebooks for quite a few dogs. I've been able to take 60 hours worth of work and kind of squish it down to 40 hours because I kind of have my system down so well. Says she charges a thousand bucks for a ten thousand word ebook. Usually rips it out in two days, which seems, I don't know. I mean, depending on how big these companies or brands that she's working with are, it seems pretty reasonable, honestly. Okay, so like this girl's balling, bro. Like she's got her systems and, sh and shit. She's writing for all these different folks. Really cool. Now you guys can't see it. Moving to why she quit her day job. I mean, fuck, we know why, but let's see what her reasoning is. Okay, so she was in New York City, it's saying. She was from Albany. 
I accepted this PR job that paid $36,000 per year. I felt so out of place. I was so unhappy and I, I was crying on my keyboard that I quit. And I don't normally quit things. And that Monday when I was supposed to go into work, I just couldn't. So she quit. She quit her job after four weeks. I mean, that's that's bold. Uh, and good for her, man. Because clearly she didn't belong there because she's you know making $400,000 on Fiverr. I could not go back into that place. It was the darkest I had ever felt. I only had enough money in my bank account to cover my bills for three months. So I was thinking, oh my gosh, if I have to go through this same process again, only to get a job that I again hate, you know, I, I can't keep going through this cycle. Something needs to change. Okay, so basically it's saying that she got started with Fiverr. She was like, what the hell do I do? So a lot of us can identify with that, like, crisis that she's sort of having. Um, she's just very decisive, man. Like, fuck, four weeks. See ya. You know, hey, sometimes you got to call it. After a few days, I had interest on my press release gig, and I was charging $15 for that. And just that interest alone was enough to almost kind of light a fire in me and see, okay, I am capable of earning $15, $20 a day. Well, what if I could earn $50 a day? What if I could earn $100 a day? Now I'm making $3,000 per month and I can cover all of my bills. That first week on Fiverr, I started to discover that I was capable of earning money on my own without anyone telling me what to do, which means each passing day, the idea of applying to another job just vanished. It just disappeared into thin air. Okay, so she's talking about how basically she let her curiosity lead her. And I think that's such a key thing that I encourage every single person listening to this is let your curiosity lead you. And yes, you have to think about all the bad things that could happen. But like, you also have to think about like, man, endless upside. I mean, like we were talking about this internet, uh, e-commerce, influencer, creator, like it, you don't like there's so many ways to make money unconventional ways to make money online that it's like how do you guys not explore it and try it out for yourself you know like it's it's you've got the alex fasulas of the world bro that that are making this kind of money there's people that make millions of dollars online purely every single year and it all started because they let their curiosity lead them so that's a really really key thing when it comes to entrepreneurship making money side hustles whatever you know lean into that curiosity even if it is with your job like you have to get curious because then it'll drive you to, you know, try new things, put yourself in uncomfortable situations. So she's basically been doing this for like five, six years. So she's like a, she's pretty savvy, but she's supporting herself um, by, by working with uh, other social media clients as well as, um, you know, different, different, different brands and that. I'm just reading you guys the text. I think I cried. <laughs> I realized I can cover my bills with this. Like I don't have to go back to a corporate job. After about a year of hitting it really hard on Fiverr, I opened way more services. I think I had like 12 or 13 gigs at the time. I was ranked level two on the site and the site has these levels that allow you to charge more as you advance through them. Fiverr, the company actually reached out to me and asked me to come meet them to film a commercial in Greenpoint, Brooklyn. Okay, so she was so fucking dope and good at what she did that the company, Fiverr, had her out. Um, which is just a testament to like when you're focusing on your craft and you, you, you stay curious and you become really good at what you do, man. The thing 
shit attracts to you. You know, you talk about like manifesting and and you know uh, all that kind of stuff. And I think there's you. I believe in it to to the degree that like I really think that if you really focus all your mind and energy and power on something, like you can you know manifest it. It's become quite a dirty word now in terms of like it's just overused and and a, and a little bit cliche. But I think you know this girl's you know fuck like she's she's a prime example of of really you know having that come to light for her up until january 2018 i was making around six to eight k per month which is incredible of course but it was january into february 2018 when i was launched into the double digit realm meaning i was making 13k 14k 15k uh, which was essentially a complete, I doubled my income overnight. And that was crazy to me. That's insane. Like, that's just the compounding. Ugh, amazing. Absolutely amazing. In 2017, I made $63,000 that year. And in 2018, I jumped to making $273,000, which was the craziest jump you could ever imagine. <laughs> It took me a couple years to accept that I was making that money. The only thing that I would say I started to spend more on to treat myself was travel experiences and music festivals. I'm pretty sure if a financial planner sat down with me, they would be disgusted by me and my management of my money. But my strategy is just basically if I know I'm making like 15 to 20K, I kind of just in my head try and make sure I'm saving at least 50% of it. This year, I'm definitely gonna contribute less to my retirement, but I already know my accountant is gonna tell me that I should still contribute something because it helps with my taxable income. <laughs> I can hear them now. So I think like most entrepreneurs, I have a problem with having my money like locked up in accounts. It's just not how my brain works. I kind of like to have it at my disposal. So if I come up with some like project or real estate investment I wanna do, I can just grab it. Okay, so y'all know, <laughs> I gotta say a little something about that. Um... Yes, I think it's great that in her head, she tries to save half. And, you know, this is me nitpicking. I don't know how she actually goes about it. But, you know, it's one thing to be like, okay, I think I'm saving half of my money. But, like, it's another thing to actually be doing it or have it systematized or have a deduction coming out of your account into your retirement accounts where you know for a fact, for a fact, that you are contributing to uh, your your retirement accounts um, and things like that. But um, it's interesting because... That's 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 one thing that just because you're making a shit ton of money doesn't mean you're handling it all that well. And you know she's she's going on trips, she's enjoying herself, and she's she says she tries to save half of it, so she's fine. Fuck, she's more than fine. Uh, and she also moved to Florida uh, as well, so you know she she's saving money in in that sense as well. So you know I, I think I think you really need to always, no matter what level you guys get to or where, what level you're at, I think you need to be you need to have more practicality behind your financial planning. As opposed to like, I tried to do this or I tried to do that. It's like, no, dude, I have a literal deduction. Like my bank account gets, you know, money taken from it and put into my investment accounts no matter what, like a bill, right? You got to treat it like a bill.
So I think what she's talking about really is liquidity and, you know, having the access to funds. And I definitely agree. I think you need to have an opportunity fund and a rainy day fund uh, as an entrepreneur. Uh, you know, I'm just getting started with this you know, full-time entrepreneurship, but I would say, yeah, like hundred percent cash is king. You want that shit on hand. You want to be able to fund yourself through the, through the good times and the bad, uh, and, and invest in yourself and, and double down yourself because clearly w- look at the return on investment that she's getting from doing that as opposed to, you know, we talk about index funds, ETFs. That's long-term wealth. You want to get rich for real and like build your wealth very quickly. You got to find something that you're really, really good at. If it's not your job, it's a business, whatever, and 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 scale that uh, and and work at that as as hard as you can while investing for the long term. On top of that, but investing gets you wealthy over time, but it's not going to get you rich. And so she she knows that and she needs that cash on hand to fund her uh, investment in herself. I use a CPA, like an accountant, hands down. Costs like $1,200. It's worth it to me. Yeah, I mean like, you know, a great accountant is worth their weight in gold. It's no question about it. When you're in a city like New York, it's very easy to go somewhere. You can drop $200 on dinner. And I think it kind of contributed to my desire to move out of New York City, which I am now in Florida. And my food and drinks is probably down to $500. It's not even close to what it was in New York City. Basically talking about her expenses, you know, she a thousand she she pays out of pocket, um, you know, for some stuff, uh, and uh, you know, just kind of talking about her expenses. But yeah, nothing crazy though. Holy shit! She okay? So it says <laughs> she was spending. Two grand a month on food. Let's see what she has to say about that. Wow, that's that's a lot. Okay, so then maybe, yeah, like maybe it's just fucking crazy expensive and she was also probably eating out and stuff. Um, but wow, that's, that's quite a drop. So now she, you know, 500 bucks a month on food, very reasonable. Um, a little bit on the high side for one person, but I mean, I spend five, 600 bucks a month cause I'm, you know, I'm a big bear and shit. I gotta eat. Right. Um, so yeah, no, that's, that's fucking sweet. And she's probably getting that good shit, man. She'd make, you know, 400 grand a year. So she can afford it. I wanted to still be mobile. Bought a Jeep Wrangler, um, cash 50 G's. Love it. I think they hold their value well. She's got the money for it. Makes sense. And not reliant on flights to go travel and see our country. Okay, so basically it's it's saying 2020 was her biggest year. Not surprised at all given COVID and everything. The craziest thing happened because while so many people were losing their jobs and so many businesses were going out of business, so many people were coming online to start selling products and services because that was the only way they were going to make contact with other human beings. So they needed someone like a copywriter to help them fill their website, their blog, their social media posts, which led me to having my biggest month that I have ever had on Fiverr in May 2020. I made over $36,000 that month, which was insane. And it was so weird to have that happening while there was so much bad happening in the world at the same time. It was a very weird and conflicting feeling. It says here that she also... Uh, started online courses, Shopify, things like that. Really, really cool stuff. I said to her, you know, hey, I have 
350k chilling in my bank account you want me to get this house and you can pay me back when you sell the Albany house and she said yeah I mean sure so we kind of just you know made a collective decision I don't know my family were old school I guess we share our resources and everything for this house my mom put down the $20,000 down payment and then I paid the rest which was 287,000 and we transferred the money out of my bank account to the seller and in full paid in cash you know paid off so i was never really scared but it was definitely very new for me the last two months to live with having 20 to 30k in my bank account instead of 300k that's gonna make me sound full of myself but i just become very used to having a lot of money in my bank account because i've been saving it okay so basically <laughs> fuck. okay so she bought a house outright in cash you know i think it was in 2020. The rates were probably still very low then. Um, they're very low right now. Actually, yeah, of course they're really low. Um, they re- they reduced it. Uh, you know, I understand that a lot of people want to own their house out, right? But I mean, like, you know, she's – I don't know if it was a lending issue if she wanted to just, like, buy it outright and not have to worry about anything because – yeah, but that's – like, you. We, she was just talking about liquidity and, and she kind of was just talking about how, like, you know – um, I, I like having a lot of money on hand. And so like, I just, I wonder why they didn't just get a low rate, like a mortgage, you know, f- put a little bit more money down, maybe into the house, but then, you know, it frees up and then you still have access to that money instead of kind of having it tied up in your house. But Hey, maybe she'll get into it. This first property I want to buy in Southwest Florida. Um, it's cheap cause it's only a one, two bedroom, tiny little thing. So I'm actually thinking of buying two of them right off the bat. One of them I would immediately start to rent out on Airbnb, and then the other one I would use for myself slash a filming studio, because right now I don't have one, and I definitely want one set up, so I'm more inclined to do YouTube content and everything I keep putting off. But until I buy that second one, I will, yeah, live in the first one. I want to eventually quit Fiverr just because I'm Again, like that classic entrepreneurial type where I get bored and I would love to transition more into a full-time educator with everything that I've learned and kind of phase away from actually writing the blogs and, and move more into a role where I'm helping people write blogs. Oh, buddy, she's going to make killer money because that's the truth. When you go from, you know, craftsman or craftswoman or craftsperson, you know, to be uh, correct there um you know and you move into the more mentor role that's when the money gets ridiculous and and clearly she knows how the hell to get a business off the ground and run it um using fiverr and using uh freelance uh you know different tech online so really cool i think this is just the beginning of her um her wealth building and that that's just amazing so let's just finish off this video here i think 22 year old me Working a job I hated in New York City, making $36,000 per year. I could not in my wildest dreams have imagined that this would be me at 28. Not for a second did I ever think this would be where I am. I did not dream that big. Women get treated much differently than men if they're posting about the money they earn. On TikTok, if I post a video showing my receipts, as Gen Z says, the comments are flooded with men saying, no, you don't, you know, calling me mean terms, sexual terms, or saying, oh, she made it on OnlyFans. 
I definitely noticed a huge pushback being a woman. And I've had all sorts of people write to me and say it's very unbecoming as a woman that you post that money. You know, you should keep your mouth shut about it. So it's definitely hard being a woman doing this. Okay, so I, I just think she's absolutely 100 million percent right. There are a ton of pieces of shit online and good for her for fucking sharing it and being transparent. Um, and, and I hate that somebody or pe several people said that it's unbecoming uh, to talk about how much money you make. That is That makes me so fucking angry. So I, I'm glad that she's speaking up on that. But I think it's also forced me to develop thicker skin. Hey guys, I'm gonna give you my top five time management tips that help me churn out a ton of work every day. Got a lot of love too. And I discovered that there's so many people out there that do wanna freelance, they don't hate me for it. Yes, you know, I'd say there's a lot more love online than people think. Everybody thinks it's just trolls. I think trolls are like 1%. Like 99% of people are just fucking fantastic. You guys are fantastic. Like, you know, so I'm glad that she has a really warm community as well. And they want to learn from me and they want to learn what I know. Being transparent with what I am earning has earned these people's trust and showed them it is possible. A girl from a farm in upstate New York did it. I can do it too. Okay, so that was the video, and wow, what a fantastic, fantastic video. Like, I absolutely loved it. I think she's a killer. I think she knows exactly what she wants in life, and, you know, she's, I mean, very inspirational uh, for, for all of us, right? And I think she's just very wise because she took a bet on herself, uh, was in a tough place, and knew that she was young, so she said, fuck it. Gave it a shot and look how it turned out. And I'm telling you, this girl is going to be making millions of dollars a year on the trajectory that she's on. Um, because when you go into that educator role, you start coaching people, you become big time and she's building a brand. She talked about it on social media. Oh, like it's just exponential. And just so let, like, I think the biggest theme from this episode is guys, let your curiosity lead you. Um, and, and start up those side hustles. We talk about side hustles. And, you know, this is a personal finance show, but I can't. Ignore the fact that earning income is probably, you know, one of the most important things to that and, and scaling your income and entrepreneurship comes with that. So I'm always going to talk about that. Uh, if you guys are wondering, um, you know, why, why we're reviewing this video, I think there's just a ton of juicy stuff in this. So I really liked this uh, format and let me know if you guys enjoyed it as well, because it was really fun to make. So that is all I have for you, my friends. Thank you so, so much for tuning in. I really appreciate all the support and everything. Uh, and I, like I said, I really hope you guys enjoyed this episode, uh, watching Alex uh, and, or listening to her rather, um, but really great example for us all. And I think it was just dope to kind of just share with you guys and, and just kind of you know watch and listen to it together. So appreciate you guys. Uh, be sure to check out the NeoCard link in bio as well as uh, Wealth Simple Trade and Wealth Simple Invest. Very good platforms uh, to check out. But thank you guys so much. Appreciate y'all. Boy, I love y'all. But for now, I'm out this mother. Peace.